Welcome, everyone, to the Cheshire Democratic Town Committee online feature, the CDTC podcast, where residents can connect with the Democratic movers and shakers in town when it comes to all things political in Cheshire. I'm Therese Bradley, your host for our ongoing Cheshire Democratic Candidate Series. In this episode, the CDTC podcast sits down with Town Council candidate Fiona Pearson to give residents an up-close view on why she's running for office. Welcome, Fiona. Welcome. Thank you. Putting party aside for a moment, as a Cheshire resident, what is it about the town and its environment that motivated you to run for town council? I decided to run for office because generally I'm tired of the divisiveness, not only nationally, but locally. Um, And I just know that Cheshire is better than that. Um, I've seen it. I remember two years ago in the wake of um, uh, ICE visiting one of our own uh, families, business owner in town. Um, his wife was likely to be deported. I remember visiting the town green, attending a vigil. And at that vigil, I saw faces across party lines, uh, across schools, across uh, churches, across uh, communities and religious backgrounds. And that's the Cheshire I know. That's the Cheshire I want to work for. Um, and I, I know that there are things, there are issues that we can agree upon. Um, keeping our mill rates that's some low, that's something that we, we can all agree upon. Um, and I'm willing to work with our, our local leaders. My representative is Liz Linehan, and my local senator is Mary Abrams. And you know, we need a fair tax structure in this state. And if we have a fair tax structure in this state, then we can keep our mill rates low. So I know that there are things that we can do um, that collectively we agree upon. And that's what I want to work on while Great. working in this town. Great. You've listed enriching our open spaces uh, as one of your key issues in your campaign. What are the concerns in Cheshire regarding this issue? I've long walked the trails of many of the open spaces in this town, Swoman, Mixville Pond. Um, used to live on the west side of town. Now I'm in District 1, but I used to live on the west side of town. And the, uh, Dime Savings property, which was over just, it's uh, abutting I-84, uh, 300 acres of open space, beautiful trails, waterfalls. Um, the town was left that you know over 10 years ago. And uh, it's just sat there. And it, it's okay to be hands off with some of our open spaces, but our open spaces need to be managed as well. Um, and I just, in looking at some of our town plans, plans over the year and looking at some of our spaces um, and the planning for those spaces, for example, with that dime savings property going online, um, the plan is from 2006 and, and essentially nothing has been done. Um, and we need to create some strategic planning in this town. That's something that I think is missing in leadership and has been missing for some time. And coming up with a plan, developing a plan, and other communities have done this. So there are certainly templates, there are models for us to turn to. Um, And these are the kinds of things that I'm interested in, in um, working on if I were to be elected. Okay, great. You've listed affordable housing as one of your key issues also. What are concerns in Cheshire regarding this? You know, only 3.5% of our housing is affordable in this town. And that's just, that's just unforgivable in wow. my mind. And we need to create resources um, for our seniors, for young families to move this town, for everyone in between. Um, and we just haven't done enough. The places we have are beautiful. And I know there are some plans in the work uh, that look amazing. Places I would love to move into their mixed income 
housing. And so they're places where people can retire to if they're looking to stay in this town, they want to downsize after retiring. Um, but we need to, again, strategically plan. 3.5% um, is just not acceptable. Yeah, that, that's very low. One of the issues discussed in the local media and with many residents has been the lack of communication between the town council and the Board of Ed. If elected, how would you address that issue? Yes, I've attended many board meetings over the year, town council meetings as well, um, and I've seen the miscommunication firsthand. Uh, this is something that, again, we need leaders who are willing to lead. We need leaders who are willing to work with um, town stakeholders, including our town manager and the superintendent. And I see, again, divisiveness all too often. Um, I'm an educator. I know how to um, bring groups together. I know how to communicate. I know how to listen. <laughs> These are all things that are qualities of uh, strong leadership. And it's, it's something that um, you have to actively work on regularly. It doesn't come naturally. It's something you have to work on, not just during public meetings with platitudes to the camera. These are things that you need to work on behind the scenes, working with these leaders, creating bridges, building plans. Um, these are the kinds of things that um, I feel we need to address. Uh, and absolutely, that's something we need to continue to, to, to work on. Our school facilities are deteriorating and in need of infrastructure improvements. If elected, what would be the first step you'd pursue right now to begin the process of addressing that problem? My daughters have gone through all of the schools in this town, well, the ones in our districts. Uh, we started at Darcy, then they attended uh, Doolittle Elementary School, moved on to Dodd, and my eldest daughter graduated from Cheshire High School two years ago, and my youngest daughter is a junior at the high school now. So I'm intimately familiar with the workings of these schools. I remember attending um, meetings with, organized by our PTO with uh, the Board of Ed members at the time uh, to discuss deteriorating facilities, which were not basically even on the table in terms of uh, a topic of discussion, but were clear from just walking through those buildings um, and seeing teachers have to buy their own air conditioning units for their classrooms. Again, wow. this that is unacceptable in, in a town like ours. Um, we should be able to afford um, top-notch facilities for our teachers, for our students. Um, now, I understand, right, all this comes with a price tag, and you need to be uh, reasonable and, and practical. Uh, but it, we have put this off for far too long. Um, back in the early 90s, there were plans to build a new high school uh, with a swimming pool, right? Had we built that high school in the early 90s with a swimming pool, think of all the problems we would have avoided in this town <laughs> that <laughs> happened in the wake. Uh, you know, I moved here in 2004, so I watched the whole debacle with the pool go down. Um, and so just when we make these choices about our school, um, they affect the larger community. And I think that's something we should have learned from that lesson back in the 1990s. But it seems we haven't. We just keep pushing this off. Um, and it seems finally, now that we're at a time of crisis, um, people of all parties are beginning to pay attention. But uh, it, we need to, and again, this goes back to something I said earlier, think strategically, think long term. And this is something I think that town leadership has not done for quite a number of years. Um, I've, I've asked to see, do we have any long term strategic plan? Um, and the only one that exists, my understanding, is from about 20 years ago. Wow. Um, and so that tells you, again, something about recent town leadership. 
Uh, and so too often, I think our leadership is going year to year, just trying to keep things afloat. Um, but that is not good in the long term. And we're seeing that right now in the value of our homes, um, which recent census data have shown you know, the value of our homes have been declining. And that can be directly correlated to the quality of our school system and the facilities, because it's not the teaching, right? It's the right. facilities. And so when you have parents who walk in to a classroom and basically see a room that looks just like the room they went to school in 20, 30, 40 years ago, um, that's, a, that's a problem with technology, with uh, climate change, there, there, there's with energy and, and, and energy issues, there's, there's so much we need to address that, again, is connected to the economy and our budget. Um, and so these are the connections we need to draw, and that's what I would like to address. Gotcha. When it comes to the ballot box on Election Day on November 5th, why should residents vote for you? What qualities do you bring to the table that separate you from the other candidates? I'm ready to do something. <laughs> I am ready to act. I feel we've been talking about these issues. We've been researching these issues. We've been hiring a consultants. I feel we have the data. We have the information. And now it's a matter of figuring out what is feasible, but what also is practicable in the long term. 20 years from now, where do we want to see our town? Not next year, not even five years from now, 20 years from now. Where do we want to see ourselves? What do we want Cheshire to be? And uh, there, is, there is so much potential. Uh, I love what is happening right now in the West Main area um, with the folks at the, the Ball and Socket um, renovation, the creativity that is, that is driving that project, um, the innovativeness. Uh, it, we have so much talent in this town. Uh, I walked in for the first time to Brian Guitar's little shop down there on West mm -hmm. Main. First time I'd ever been in there buying a gift certificate for a family friend. You like to buy local and we can with our gift certificates. And that shop is amazing. It's a regional attraction. People come from all over Northeast to go to that guitar shop. Wow. Um, and now he's opened the music academy across the street. And so I see the potential in that entire area for the arts with the completion of the linear trail um, you know, that's something we can continue to build on um, and and paying homage to the past. Right. That ball and socket building. I've driven by it how many times and thought, gosh, can we can we do something with that right. and to watch what they're doing? It's it's amazing. And so those are the projects I'd like to see the town council become more involved in actively promoting, um, working with uh, entrepreneurs to uh, really build a future that we will be proud of in 20, 30 years. That's great. Well, good luck, Fiona, on your campaign for town council. For more information on Fiona Pearson or any of the Cheshire Democratic candidates, go to www.cheshiredem.org and the CDTC Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Cheshire CT Democrats.